0: What is good guys? It's the Low Key Sports Crew coming back with another episode. And we haven't had much happen in free agency moves, but we've had a couple moves, but we're going to talk about Summer League right after we talk about these two things that happened. Well, a lo- a whole bunch of little things happened, but two of the most notable moves. First off, uh Dame uh getting that humongous extension to stay with Portland. And I want to I want you guys to know uh well actually no, I wanted to bring up something that was a lo- uh that he said I think earlier today when he said and I quote wait I'm sorry let me get the let me get the quote okay he said keep switching teams running from the grind you boys as chumps and then resign the contract no, no. so what do you guys feel uh how do you guys feel about him resigning and that quote.
1: Um, well unless they finally get KD Dame's gonna be another Charles Barkley I don't see them winning anything Um, even though I think Dame's gonna go down of course one of the greatest to do it of course he already top 75 so that's already inevitable and he's by far the best trailblazer to ever play for that franchise I'll say Clyde's Clyde's of course the second be Clyde, but dang how much how much he done, uh, how much loyal to the soil he's been there. And his mark his his uh sniper marksmanship and the way he, uh always gonna have Portland give a chance to be at least in the playoffs, cause they have him. I think Dame's gonna be for sure the greatest to where uh Portland trouble as a jersey, but this can show Dame's not going to do not going nowhere else because nobody wants to pay him sixty three million but Portland, obviously. Cause I know all of our players and our fan like the fans are happy to see your brother get paid, but as a front office guy, I'm not trained for that. I'm not paying that man sixty three million. You got me all the way effed up. But uh especially especially in his last year too, like we was talking about it off camera, like especially like how old he would be at that time, yeah, he got me all the way after. I think I'm about to pay that. So, I mean, Dame can't say what you're going to say. I mean, yeah, you really true to your to your soil, bro. Like, everybody running from that grind, quote-unquote, but I mean, I mean, I respect it, but at the same time, it's like, people are not, people are, are not going to remember that quote. They, they're going to remember you not winning a championship. So, in my opinion, like, I get the quote and I respect it for sure. But at the same time, I don't think people are running from a grind because this, this, the NBA is is getting better every year. Like teams are getting better every year. So, I mean, it's going to be a grind no matter where you go. As we see. Cause, um, the champ, like the finals is not like Cavs and Warriors. Every, every time again, it's, it's been Lakers heat. I mean, it's been Warriors Raptors, Lakers heat, Suns Bucks Warriors Celtics. Like it's changing constantly so I mean personally I don't think it's going to be a ground to run from because the NBA is getting better and better so congrats to Dame though man like I know he has kids he has a wife so his family's taken care of he's going to be living large but personally man it just shows that yeah he's not going anywhere
2: yeah right, I already right hit on it like I don't There's nobody coming to Portland, bro. Like, unless you got a real tight ty- mean, place that might come here, I see that. afraid it- to see destination that people would want to go to. Like, unless y'all really, like, it's something there, and then okay, I just plug myself in. Like, you know, KD, if it's a team already set, like, if I just came there, then I already know about thing, but but so- I been been a. A. I but a. A. but hey, you can say that uh that he, that he changed. You'll that. That. you be a Hall of Famer, but as far as winning, nah, it's going to be hard. Especially, yeah, like what you were saying earlier. Man, that like, be six. Be 63. If, if the cap don't go up, that's how much cap getting took up. Almost half of the cap. If not more, getting taken up by one person. But hey. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he said as he said I missed that's my problem. <laughs>
2: but, <laughs> hey. hey. get your get your money though, but but hey. Hey.
0: Yeah, there was a reason I wanted to emphasize that quote and bring bring it to my point. You guys basically hit on uh uh what I was gonna say, but the main thing about that quote that I emphasized is, in all honesty, if anybody's running from the grind, and it's it's Dame, and here's why I say that. Because I think he knows by now, like, this team is not a contender. There has not been a single, there hasn't been, I don't think there's been two years where Dame was in Portland, and they said this team can win a championship. And, because of that, it's like, yeah, you're getting paid. Congratulations. I'd take the money, too, if I didn't care. But there's really no grind if there, you know that there's no chance of winning here, like, right right now. It's like, the only person that is the threat on Portland is you. And, you know, you're not LeBron where you could just go anywhere and win a ring. So, I don't see how he could say, like, oh, I'm grinding and stuff like that. But, a true grind, if you were actually trying to win a ring, is first of all, if I'm if I really want a ring, I'm not getting paid sixty three million when I'm at age thirty six, like you said, because who are who else are you going to bring to Portland? I highly doubt you're going to be playing this well at age thirty six. Like, well, with this at this speed, you know, uh, uh, being this, you know, let, like let's be realistic, you're not going to be like this. At age 36, I know Le- like LeBron's doing was doing that at age 37, 38, 39 and stuff like that, but that's LeBron, who's top two all time and arguably not two. So uh, that that's my main that's my main concern uh, with what he's saying because it's like, like I said, yeah, you could say that the grind is staying in Portland and winning a championship. He knows that there's not a chance right now that his team is winning a championship. Like, it's just not... It hasn't been uh, consistent. It's like, your main threat is making it to the second round. That's considered a a successful year for Portland. So, that's my thing about it. And from Portland's standpoint, it's like, yeah, that's your superstar player and stuff. But, man, you, you need to start really thinking about, is he going to win us a championship, and is he like, going to help bring people in to help us win the championship. Because unless Shaden Sharp ends up becoming the number one prospect, like how everybody was uh, hyping him up to be, and he develops into that, and Jeremy Grant stays, and, you know, he does his thing where he's still uh, a borderline all-star. I don't see uh, Dame moving anything up. So congratulations to him getting that bag, and congrats to Portland bringing their player back but they're not going to get any farther than at most a Western Conference championship. I don't think they'll make it back to the uh, Western Conference finals uh, anytime soon. So,
1: Yeah. Um, you got such on good points too. That made me think. Cause like, I know we brought up Jeremy Grant with the trade, but like you said, like you said he's on a one year deal technically. And who knows someone else can pay him handsomely and he can leave Portland. And that may that may do the may uh be a, a step back for Portland and I know it's like seeing what Giannis did um can emphasize staying where who drafted you and when in there. But at the same time Milwaukee built around Giannis the way uh Portland is not doing around Dane. Like um Giannis they have one of the best shot creators in Chris Middleton, one of the best closers. They also have one of the best perimeter defenders we have seen in our generation, Drew Holiday. They have shooters like Burke Lopez, Bobby Portis. Um, during the championship season, they had P.J. Tucker, corner shooter and perimeter defender. They had Brent Forbes during their year, one was a shooter, Pat Connaughton, shooter. Like, the way they built their team was meant around their superstar. Like, they're not putting defenders or other shot creators or sh- catch up or a good rebounders around dane like uh Milwaukee built around Giannis. so in th- in that sense it's like a reason why I thought dane would like want if he wanted to contend he went wanted- they would want to leave but I know seeing Giannis win where he was drafted can maybe motivate you but at the same time it's like Giannis – did Giannis basically Giannis was the leader of that team but he didn't do it by himself. And it shows that you can't do it by yourself. So, yeah, I think to y'all points, like as as we all agreement that it's gonna be really tough for him to like get through that grind. He's stating.
0: Yeah, real quick, I was trying to hold in my laugh, because I went back to the tweet of Dame, and (laughs) right under the tweet. Was the video uh of LeBron at Summer League with his like bag of uh like homemade snacks? And why somebody say? Why somebody say Niggas making a big deal out of somebody eating uh of a grown man eating nuts.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> and I it caught me off guard. But yeah, I, you brought up some uh those really good points about that too.
1: Yeah. Move on to the beard.
0: Yeah, so next next subject, James Harden taking a pay cut for Philly Uh, so that way they can uh bring a little bit more to the team because I know James Harden is now focused, the real uh fo- focus now. I actually did the opposite of Dame. Instead of getting more money, he took less money and said, you know what, Philly, you better do something with this money that I'm giving you guys. To give, get me a ring. Help me get a ring, so. Uh what do you guys think about that? Actually, I want to I want to hear from Will first cuz uh since you know Harden's uh is he is he your favorite player of all time? Or top 3?
2: He's top 3. Tracy is my top favorite three. of all time. <laughs> I uh
0: I'm guessing but, I guess that Hakeem hey. is your third. Can okay, I guess that Hakeem is your third? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, cool, but go ahead, man.
2: But, uh, hey, man, like that, that was a good thing for him to do. It like it's fine. Like, like, now you actually see in there, like, like you actually see that you can win a championship with this team and be able to say, You got a guy, you can't, you can't waste these years of NBA, especially in his MVP prime type of years cause That's especially with like his injury. Of course it's still gonna be good, but you don't know how long you know his body's gonna last through like the grind of all these years, you know, in the future. So you gotta maximize it now, but but right now I don't know. It's not like, like it's something be like ready for. And wow. I honestly wonder what like what that would be maybe some more bench depth. I thought that, you know, TJ Warren would be a good signer for them. But then, of course, he went to Brooklyn or whatever. But I mean, yeah, it shows, it shows commitment for sure. But they yeah. actually made, as I've, like, you know, the attitude of the team to put other people on board that, uh, you know, that he's actually committed. Because I know it might have been some doubts within the, Team and front of office and everything like that. Like, if he's fully, you know, willing to. But now he's, he's taking a look. To get better, better side yeah. there. I feel like this is a good, just good uh, step in the right direction.
1: Definitely. Uh, I know uh, I remember watching James Harden, like. Back in his on state days, and of course his growth, and I know what we've seen in Houston, we hold it. I'm not saying us three uh period, but like the us as like NBA fans and NBA media like hold it to like an emphasis. Just seeing we know what James Harden has done, and like hold it on to him because he averages he averages thirty. In, like almost thirty and ten in a month and like can do that. We saw he can do that consistently and like carry has seen we can, he's able to carry a team. And then now it's like he's not the same player anymore with age and through the injuries he has been going through. So it, I think he did the smart thing because maybe he knows like he's still a all star at a all star superstar he still knows that but he's not the same max superstar that he was in houston so maybe he's like he he wants to uh not cripple uh michael Rubin and uh philly uh so i think um that just shows like a uh, will set commitment and like says i'm here to like not make it about me cuz i he knows this like he said itself his joel's team he's just here to carry some help of the load and like he, really, like he really wants to play with Joel and play in Philly because I know that's where he wanted to be not Brooklyn for real but you know he had to make a stop and he just found another way to get to Philly when Daryl Morey stepped in so I think um, my reaction to it is that uh, he wants to help get as many pieces as they can because um, like Will said it's not really that mean, free agents out there that really can really be a beneficial help for them, but maybe trades, or you know, during the season, maybe a buyout, uh market, or like somebody gets waived and they have interest, they can get them. It'll be on like a one meal deal or whatever, better minimum. So I think uh, he's going to just um, be happy that they actually have some work to do now. They can't make excuses saying they. Uh, they said they they can't do nothing because of his cap, but now they, they, now they now they can do something, and you know the world will, will like to will uh, blame James Harden for taking that max because he's not that that super max because he's not that same player anymore, and they would think Philly is stupid for giving that giving that to him. I know they don't care, but I know now I have to hear that for the next weeks, basically.
0: Yeah, my uh my thing about it. So that that was probably Philly's best, uh, like opportunity, uh, to get in a uh, in a minute, and I still hate how Philly handled the whole Ben Simmons situation, especially with the fact that they wanted so much and then they end up giving so much for Harden and stuff. And I know I know Ben hasn't played yet, so we're not going to talk about Ben, but. Uh, Like, Philly, in all honesty, like, if they didn't have Embiid, they would be considered, like, taking multiple L after L after L. Uh, But, you know, having Harden and Embiid right there is, like, you know, they're already, uh, like, a big threat. And now, uh, like you said, with the buyout thing, I think they they are probably going to save that just in case that that does happen with somebody. Or, like, kind of like how Blake Griffin did with the Pistons and, like, kind of forced his way into a buyout. I, uh I think Philly uh definitely uh benefited a lot from Harden getting this buyout and from Harden's standpoint he he's already uh like set for life uh you know good for him uh the, the only thing he really hasn't gotten is a is a ring so uh I know like since he's like like I said he was set uh he's set already for life on money so and he's al- he's still getting paid a lot so uh, I like I like the move that he did. I know Embiid truly appreciates that, too, because I know he, he's going to want a little bit of help, too. But I think uh, with whatever happens, I think they should add another... um, Like, try to figure out one more move to try to improve this team. I don't think this team is a championship team. I think they're contending for it, but I don't think this is going to be a championship team. I think they need to make another move. And I think freeing up this money... Doesn't really say like, oh, they're going after this person or this person specifically, but just like the opportunity is there now. So, uh, I think it's a big dub all around, especially with the fact that Harden willingly took this. So, I think everybody wins in this. Yeah, um, yeah. all right. Uh, so, uh, Will, yeah, m- moving on. Uh, do you want to do the game or do you want to talk about summer league?
2: Uh, let's do summer league and then we can end with
0: the game. All right. All right. So for sure. So starting off, we, we are about a week in. Yeah. We are a week in into summer league so far. And there have been a numerous amount Mm -hmm. of rookies like absolutely going off this year. And I, I love it because I knew that this draft class was deep, but you can tell that each person in this draft, I really wish we got to see Shaden Sharp before he uh more before he got hurt, uh two minutes into the Pistons game the other day. But I'm excited for literally every single rookie that was in the uh the lottery, except for uh one of the guys. But I'm I'm gonna talk about that later. But uh anybody really stand out to uh to you guys?
2: So far. I really we like, like that, uh, Jay- hard Hardy, man. Except for like the last, well, last few minutes of fourth quarter and overtime, it kind of like you see, like he wasn't used to, uh I guess, the pressure or something like that. Cause it was a lot of double teams that got thrown at him. So I understand. They turnovers like, or so, like shots or anything like that. But as far as like the beginning of the game, everything like that, I loved his like uh, aggressiveness, like confidence going into it. Because he started off really hot and then cooled off that second. Everything. He was really getting to his spots really well. So, I like that. Paulo, too, he showed that he can get to his spots without any problems. Even when Houston was throwing double teams at him, that really showed during those games. Uh, Benedict McTherane. Like, one. That was the first the first game, game that they played, but I still need to see more out of him. And I know a lot of people have been on on him too as of late. But Jabari Smith, man, it, I, I honestly it felt I felt like he was getting like Paolo because you could he tell he was trying to like press for stuff at the beginning too much, and then like during on defense when Paolo was scoring, it was getting into his head. I could like tell because some of like the defensive rotation just like, like trying to, to make a point instead point. of being focused on the game. But then, of course, everybody was talking about Jabari not being involved and stuff. But at the mm-hmm. same time, I know teammates probably was like, "I don't want to give him the ball because he had at- his stuff." He was passing. A lot of stuff. So I feel like he could be more aggressive and probably tighten up his handle a little bit because it was getting a little sloppy at points. But I feel like that all comes with more time because, you know, this is their first game in like months, like first five on five compared against to other people and not just practice and stuff. But so far, I, mean, I like how the rookie's coming out. I feel like a lot of rookies are coming out aggressive and I like that, uh, you know. To start off, with you always gotta have that confidence.
0: All right, so,
1: um, for me, I, uh, I'm the homegrown kid, and I loved, I love Jalen Duran. Like, man, I was uh, watching the game, and I didn't want to yell because my fiance Zaria was next to me, so I didn't want to yell, but. I was basically primal screaming quietly every time he dunked because it was just like his hops and his energy he was bringing was just electric. And I was so happy. Then I was like, man, I just said to myself, like, man, I'm going to give me a Jalen Duran jersey. Then I just get a text from my brother, like, man, Duran's a beast. And I was just like, yeah, I was just saying I need to get his jersey maybe. And he said facts because, like, I know we – uh, I know Jay and Ivy's our, like, fifth overall pick in the person we did pick originally – But, uh, I think, um, Durant needs some light on him because, uh, I love the way that he was like playing, like he, yeah, he didn't have the numbers, but like his impact and energy was so electric and like, so awesome. So like, uh, I definitely look forward to, um, to seeing more of him and also, uh, I think Ivy did good he uh he uh, handled pressure well like you can tell playing the big ten that helps a lot handling pressure team double teams that really wasn't nothing with him because he played in the big ten but man them am dumb turnovers was killing me so I'm just hoping we uh we as a we as a uh, staff um look at look at the film and like just show because I was there I was literally about to yell like what the hell? Like, every time he was turning the ball over, it was not even like it was not even like, dang, that was just a good play on defense. It was really on Ivy. Like the pass he was throwing, it was like, bro, that's obviously gonna be a turnover. But you know, like Will said, reps gonna come. It's growth that I need that's gonna be there. And I don't expect perfection. So I, I'm just happy we can see that now. That's why I like I don't care what people say. It's just summer league summer league is necessary. That's why that's why people play it. Because you can see your your strengths and your weaknesses now. And yeah, so what is just summer league? At the same time, they are in the NBA, we're not. Or they we're all, they're in the G League, we're not. So it's really weird to say that and really crazy that some people can say that in my opinion. But I really wanna say Durant shout out. Um I wanna say also shout out to the Pistons that we had a couple of dudes, Rashard Lewis, Keith Bogans, Jason Maxey. I saw us. I saw y'all. Shout out to y'all. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Man, I was like, can yeah, keep bogus, man? I was like, look, man. <laughs> uh, but, uh, and also, uh, I want to say, shout out to Scotty Tippin Jr., been balling. And the California Classic and the, uh, and in Las Vegas as well. I'm, I've been, I'm starting to become more of a fan of Scotty Tippin Jr. than I already was when we, uh, we at the Lakers worked him out already. But, uh, now, Seen him play for us is it's really awesome as well and i'm just really excited to see where, what happens with him yeah uh
0: I, i've been impressed with uh all the guys that you guys said too like they uh have especially durant his energy was unmatched like especially he kept reminding me of prime dwight especially with that with that uh one block that he had where like it just looked like it was going to be a bang shot off the glass, but he just jumped up and sent it into the first row, and I was just like, "Dang, that intensity is exactly what we need." Because you know Isaiah Stewart, he's a very tough physical guy, but you know he he uh, like Duren brings the athleticism and the threat that uh, like Stewart does didn't bring. But I loved how Stu played at the four, so uh, I'm looking forward to that too. He was shooting that bitch too. Bro, he I know, no, he was
2: making those clutch they threes, were, dog. I was so they happy. Were
0: <laughs> them open all the time. They're like, okay, well, he's bound to miss, right? He was like, nope. You better step up because it's ready. But yeah, absolutely. Uh, and uh, of course, OKC. Okay, I'm, I'm. I'm just gonna uh, say it a lot. I could go on for days about Chet. And Jalen Williams, well, uh, um, wait, J Dub, yeah, okay, I don't, I want to make sure, I, I <laughs> let, me, let me make sure I don't get the wrong one, but uh yeah, Chat and uh, J Dub, they balling still. J Dub is gonna end up being a star in this league the way he is playing, and he he's automatic from three. He still hasn't missed a three yet, and I'm excited for that, but. Uh, going away from uh, my teams, the two players that really stood out to me was uh, Nikola Jokic or Yavich, uh, for Miami. I liked how he was playing, uh, against a pretty that was, I think, against the Warriors. Uh, uh, they he was really uh, showing potential to be uh, something special too. But, um, Keegan Murray, I want to talk about Keegan for a second because I know, like, uh, like how we were all saying that uh, Keegan is a really special talent. Still, even though, uh, like, people dog him all the time, and I know Kings and Pistons fans are uh, were going back and forth about you know who's better or like who uh, who won the draft. It's like there can be two winners and no losers here because Keegan's a special player. He's the he's the most win now uh, rookie. Uh, in this class, and that's almost no debate, uh, especially with the fact that he's about to be 22 and, uh, and all that. And he's, he's been putting up 20-point games, and I know that uh, him as a bonus would be, is going to be a really nice duo, especially with Fox, too, because even though Keegan is quote-unquote slow, even though I don't think he is, I think it will translate to the point where he'll do just fine. Uh, no matter what, I just think getting surrounding uh, pieces and building a solid roster in Sacramento is like the main the main goal because they need to build through the draft more than trying to be win now. They need to learn that they need to uh like get a good development system because Sacramento is definitely not a free agency destination. Anybody is never on anybody's list, so uh, I'm happy that. Keegan is finally like like there because uh keegan was uh was considered like the joke of the lottery because everybody was like oh he's twenty one twenty two all this, and uh he's not gonna be good, he's this he's that when in reality he's the most well balanced- he was one of the most balanced uh talents in this, so very 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 happy for him as well,
1: yeah uh I want to piggyback off of you with Keegan as well, because I thought about him while you was talking too. Like, yeah, that's a good, that's a good player you mentioned, Keegan, 'cause like you said, people have been talking bad about him 'cause he like, of his age, which is like I don't get, I understand, like you want a rookie to be 19 and 18 to grow and develop, but 21, 22 is not 40 years old, man. It's he can still grow, he can still, he, he's young still, he's still. He can actually man. go to the
0: bar and get drinks,
1: like, <laughs> like. Come on. I, I understand Sacramento, but, I mean, if he was somewhere else, they win a championship, he can pop champagne and drink it. So, just saying. But, uh, yeah, Keegan's been balling. I really – that's why I'm starting to become a fan of him because of uh, people talking down on him and everything. I'm already starting to become a fan of Keegan Murray. Just – I hope he does well, for real. And I uh, also wanted to ask y'all, is there any, like, people that are not – like, sophomores or three-year ve- veterans that – Y'all be impressed with like I know we mentioned Isaiah Stewart. I also like uh Jericho Sims from the Knicks because he's like the same thing we talked about, Durant, his energy, his impact, the way he was blocking and dunking for the Knicks, catching lobs, and then also Moses Moody dropped thirty-four. I was about to say Moses. Yeah. Sure. Because uh I know being him and Golden State, he's not gonna be able – we not we might not be able to see that if Steph Clay them and the veterans play. If he, if like they, they arrest everybody, maybe we'll be able to see that. But you know, most of did 10 Mount Verde and wasn't top talent, of course. So it was also awesome to see that. Also, shout out Deshaun Nix, too, from the Rockets. Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah. I, 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 no. on, I, was about, I was about to say, if he was making his free throws, he bro. would be. He would be yeah. solid, but going two for seven as a shooting guard from the free throw line is unacceptable.
1: Young girl, man, I understand. I understand that one. I? I saw his, I saw his impact. I saw I was like shout out him, but you know, yeah, free throws. I understand. Yeah,
0: he did. This thing though, I give him that. Yeah, he did. Oh, uh, Cam Thomas, Cam Thomas for sure, and it's because you can see his confidence now because knowing that uh, there's a chance that KD and Kyrie is gone. And uh, y'all, y'all know, y'all know me. I've been a huge Cam Thomas fan since he was at LSU. Uh, and uh, seeing him uh, drop 31 yesterday, even though they did lose, but that's his, that was his first game. Uh, th- that was their first preseason game. I, mean, I said preseason, uh, summer league game. Uh, and you could see his confidence is just growing and growing. And yeah, he went one for six, but you could tell like he was creating shots. You like you could tell he knows, uh, what he needs to do, to uh, end up end up like that. And putting up thirty one, and you you did miss fifty percent of your shots, but you only took twenty three shots. So, uh, Cam is going to be a special talent. I cannot wait for him to go off. Considering that, uh, he he might end up being their best scorer once if uh, KD and Kyrie are gone or, and depending on who else they get back. Cause you know, Simmons, he's good. Like Simmons, if he comes back to how he was before cam is, cam is probably going to be a more, ver- well, no, he is going to be a more versatile score scoring in general. We got to see how that is when both of them are on the court, but can I think cam taking the keys. Yeah. I'm excited for him year two. So that's the, that's like my main focus one. Cause I'm very, very, very excited for him.
1: Shout out Giddy as well from Josh Giddy as well. That posted Oh, don't yeah, don't get me, uh, don't, don't me started.
2: That that was actually one of my guys too for those like second year players that's been really showing out. Yeah, Josh. You are like, no, in the, the regular season last year. But you showed that, you know, he's all around, versatile and you know. But, even though, you know, he's not going to force a three or anything like that, he still gets his spots and score. He's a really underrated. So, his, his frame has really helped him. And I've seen that he's actually been working on, like, you know, uh, like kind of those acrobatic finishes, like, like uh, reverse layups or anything like that, because he's been showing it a lot in the, uh, you know, the Utah Summer League so uh, I'm not as excited like that. In this big summer league. league and I'm scared cuz of course you know first game they play they got to play the Rockets you know we just struggled so it's just you know great but, but hey man this is what the summer league is for man to improve so yeah, especially especially against the other people Josh got- Christopher he showed confidence even though a lot of people was getting on him about uh about him uh trying to score, but that's his game, bro. Like
0: he, he's li- yeah, he's literally scored. Yeah, no.
2: like that. But he he uh he really impressed me with his leadership too. Like there's was uh having little you know it's like mic'd up moments and stuff like that. He was leading those uh rookies and talking to them, telling other people to talk. He was even telling uh. Uh, to keep talking and stuff like that. Oh, I like, like that leadership out of him. Him. And then, yeah, uh, like you said, Jericho CMC he impressed me too because they don't know what's going to happen with Mitchell Robinson. So if he can, like, come in and step in and be a, a you know, backup to that uh, to with piece, piece that, that might be missing, be missing. <laughs> then, then, yeah, that would be good for them. But
0: yeah, yeah, Ooh, yeah, man. So who do you, who do y'all think is the best summer league team right now?
2: Do you think it's OKC, okay. bro? I think it's y'all. <laughs> I think it's y'all, bro. Y'all got y'all got so many young young guys that's talented on the same team, bro. It's, it's I feel I feel like y'all and uh and uh
0: honestly yeah, yeah oh yeah yeah shout out to Caleb Houston man. oh yeah
2: was, he, was was so great. he was shooting. He,
0: he was strapping you could tell like there was a lot of I think him knowing that he had to live up to the top 10 expectation was a lot of pressure to him uh, at Michigan so that kind of like threw him off a little bit because when it comes to shooting you're uh, it's all it's really about uh, the mental aspect so it's all about confidence. So, yeah, he you could tell like the fact that you knew that he there's a, ch- a high chance he makes the roster, but he doesn't have to be the best player knowing that Paolo was the number one. And uh, they have other uh aspects too, like he could just be the third option that just pops open and then starts scoring, and then that ends up making him uh, a big threat too. Yeah. But yeah, my bad, my bad.
1: Well, <laughs> yeah, um. Uh... Shout out R.J. Hampton too. I loved watching. Oh yeah, because he was he was at uh playing the point guard where it was his position. Like we could like we could see. I saw again why he was so high in his class because I know in the NBA he's been more of an off ball player because of the people he played with. But in the summer league he's playing point guard more, and it's like he's he's more comfortable because that's where he used to be. He so it's like I've been here before. That's what I usually do. And you know he got a double double. Uh, Thursday, so it, that's why I'm like a shot at him, but yeah, like uh, we'll say okay, see for sure. And I think i look, you think us as a Detroit, I think we got some really, really uh, potential to make a run. Um, uh, especially if Stu was playing how he was playing, if he should that, if he shoot like that, man, give him the MVP, but uh, <laughs> nah, for real, um, uh, I think Detroit and like I, I love the camaraderie. From the fans, like they were screaming Detroit basketball at Las Vegas. They even said on ESPN, like we was saying Detroit basketball the whole, the, like basically in the fourth. I think, personally, I think we just worked on turnovers. That's what really was killing them was turnovers. And like, I think uh, we'll be, a, I think we'll be straight for sure. I hope Killing is okay to play. I know he got hit in the eye and his contact was messed up. So I'm hoping he'll be, he'll be straight. But I think Detroit is a team to look for for sure.
0: Yeah, and well also what you said about them shouting Detroit basketball. I remember Richard Jefferson said he was getting PTSD.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Man. But yeah, I, I I really thinking about it, it's like my my main thing about the Pistons is the only reason why I don't think uh uh they're like that high is because they have like the people that are supposed to be good are doing good. However, Sabin gotta go. Uh, Key Key's got to be smarter on offense, and Kopervitsa. That man looked like he it was four on five. It looked like it was four <laughs> on five out there. He was like people were saying. Uh, uh, when I searched up his name on Twitter just to see if anybody was playing, they were like, uh, someone was like, uh, when does go to play? They were like, dude, he's played like ten minutes, and then they were like, bro, I swear I didn't see him on the court. He was in, uh invisible.
2: <laughs> yeah, I but it. No, save it. Lee was pissing me off, honestly, bro. <laughs> yes, <laughs> absolutely. Not
0: too hard. Beat for league
2: beat MVP in the first night or something, ball. like, bro. It's it's not even about you, man. Like, I get it. I know you're trying to solidify your spot, but like, bro, you he, he was you he, he was pressing it too much. Yeah,
1: I get that too. But I can say that for a lot of teams that they – players are good are actually playing good, but some teams as well – there are other teams as well that's, like, their players are not fulfilling their um, spot even – and it's only been game one. So, I mean, that's why I would not be pressing on it.
2: Mm.
1: But, right. but yeah, I definitely can understand that, yeah, it's maybe just a wish thing, but – because, like, yeah, Orlando's there, OKC okay, is there. There are a lot of good teams that are that that are building, especially if Keegan keep playing, like he was playing as well. It's like it's gonna be tough, and uh but yeah, man, we'll just see how this goes.
0: Yeah, it, wait, is is uh Sacramento the only undefeated team, or is another team undefeated?
1: I see they may be. The only team. I, I think well,
2: I'm actually gonna look.
0: Well, I, th- I think among, among the teams among the teams that have played more than uh, three games or more, because I know there are teams that just played their first games yesterday. So, mm-hmm. but right. I'm yeah, see. I'm I'm pretty sure Sacramento's the only team that was three and zero. Yeah, and I know. Okay, OKC lost their first game uh uh two days ago too, but
2: yeah. Oh bro, Jaden Springer too. I just forgot about. him. He just reminded me. Yeah, Springer he's there hooping.
0: Yes absolutely i completely forgot yeah yeah i'm i'm happy for him too cuz he 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 was a fan favorite for me com- with him coming out of high school yeah i'm happy for him yeah Alright, yeah. y'all want to move on to the game now or any final uh thoughts on summer league
2: yeah i guess I'm just i'm excited to See, we you know what's coming up in store next. You know, of course, the playoffs, too. Some league playoffs, it always seems like it's like uh, the energy get turned up. Then, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, like watching some league playoffs.
0: Mm-hmm. Real, oh, uh, real quick, yeah, before we move on, I had a question. So, uh, Zell, you when we were talking about uh Harden and Dame being on the top 75 list. We were talking about – we were also – I was thinking about how in 25 years they'll make a top 100 list, right? But the the problem with that is the the NBA – like the talent coming into the NBA, just this new more athletic generation, there's going to be – I'm pretty sure there's going to be like one or two people per draft class that can have the potential – to be a top 75 player. And with that, you know, that's the, the top 100 players are going to come out in 25 years. But because there might be one, maybe two people each year, and considering, like, Cades in the NBA now, Jalen Green, I think has the potential to, uh, you know, Scotty Barnes, depending on how he develops, he could, like, they could be something. Do you think there's going to be some big names that get bumped off the top 100, considering, like, how crazy uh, this is? Because we know Luca's going to end up being on there. I forgot Luca's not on there yet. Jaw's probably going to be on there. But, you know, that's multiple people each year, like, from each year draft class. So do you think there's going to be someone, like, I know Dame is probably on the bottom tier of, like, the, like 72, 75? Of that, so you do you think there's going to be a, a significant amount of people that get bumped off? That's like on the top 75 right now. To be bumped off at on the top 100, I should say.
1: Yeah, I think that's a good question. Um, cause I was, cause I know we talked about this all the time off camera, all three of us saying we some old old players that, like of course, before our, our parents' generation, on there that we think should be bumped off. So. I I would think first I would feel some type of way if Dame and Harden, like the people of our generation, got bumped off and not them. Not to say they're all better than them and like their accolades mean nothing, but to for them to like stay on there during our time, like our seventy five list to be on there, they stayed on there and then like you bump like like you say you bumped the guys that we that we mentioned. On there to to create room because of course, like you said, it's gonna be it's twenty five spots and and it's like like you said a lot a lot of talent to choose from. Um, so I would personally think that I wouldn't honestly wouldn't be surprised if there was some room. I don't, I don't know how the NBA is gonna do it because they didn't take nobody off this time, and and uh
0: yeah, but that that this was the first year doing something like this, right?
1: They did a. 15,
2: didn't they? Yeah, it
1: right.
0: oh, did 50. They oh, it did do 50? Oh, I got to look at that list there.
2: Yeah, it like 1990-something. I forgot what
0: right Uh That's why.
2: <laughs> all right. Basically.
0: You know, dang, LeBron, LeBron wasn't even in the NBA yet. <laughs> He's <laughs> top of the list. So, oh, yeah. So, now... In the next twenty five years we can have somebody that's like a lock in the top ten. Yeah. I know that you comes said, in, yeah that's
1: gonna be wild. I know you said Luca for sure will be in there, he for sure will be. So I I don't be surprised if uh if he were to somehow make it. But you know, that's just uh son assuming. But yeah, cause how he of course how Luca is playing and how young he is, it's like, man. Yeah. Yeah
0: that's going to be interesting because there's a lot of talent that's either coming into the NBA or already in the NBA, but hasn't played long enough. So, and there's uh, there's talks that Luca could end up being uh, like a top 15 player of all time, uh, depending on, you know, the accolades, because, you know, he already has the talent to do it at, you know, he's like, what, 23 now or 22 still. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm interested to see that this generation is going to be nice in the NBA. Old heads aren't gonna like what I'm saying, but I don't care.
1: <laughs> we gotta go.
0: Yeah, but uh, all right. We got uh, Will over here. You got a game for us to play?
2: Oh yeah, yeah. Hey, so this uh, this game is called One Gotta Go. So I'm gonna just list off three players, and then. Kick was one out of the three players. So, All right. so, and then you know each each three players they got kind of like a like a theme to them. So, I'll, I'll see if y'all catch the thing. But okay, for first, Guy. Trey and Luka Doncic. One gotta go.
0: I'm cutting Trey. Right away. Okay. I'm c I am I gotta cut Trey. And only reason I say that is because he's the only one on this list that is the most complete liability on defense. And you know, he all and he also does have those days where like uh like it's rare would that he's inconsistent. But like, you know, uh I think the trouble the like the flaws on him are gonna be a little bit stronger than the flaws on like Ja and Luca. So yeah, I'm cutting Trey for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah Trey too. He, he I mean he said why, but I was I just say Trey.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I, I uh, about you? honestly too when I was making it like I see four. I know that, you know, obviously he's a, you know, almost 30 and 10 kind of guy, but I feel like the offense is like so centered around him. I know it's the same way with Luca, too, but I feel like Luca and John uh, have what uh, guy, you know, make plays themselves and, and be able to fit, like, make, make everything, everything around, centered around him. So, yeah, so. The one I was say to go to. So yeah, Trey Young, he's out of there. But uh <laughs> so mm. we got
0: oh uh wait, real quick. Yeah. I was about I was about to ask uh uh who who you guys cut. Like if, if this was in el- in elimination where like you say the top three, you cut out the third, then you have the top two. Y'all cut uh y'all cutting Ja or y'all cutting Luca, like if you had to only choose one.
2: Ja, yeah, Ja, yeah. yeah.
0: Luke, bro, Luke I'd is- probably, I'd probably <laughs> say I probably said I want. I would want to keep Ja just because of the excitement and stuff. But there's so much that could happen with that, and also, you know, Luca. We 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 know we know what he's capable of, and I think I think he'll win MVP next year. That's still going to be my pick. So yeah, yeah, you're right. I'm a I'm a uh, cut Ja.
1: Yeah, it hurt. It
0: hurts, but I'm yeah.
1: Guy. I think, like you said, to your point, Josh so awesome and so so fun to watch, like you said, and like that's why I was like, I I mean, this not to disgrace Trey either. Trey's still a great player. Let's not get that mixed up at all. I know none of us are saying that at, at all. So no matter what's gonna hurt, to, definitely hurts to cut him. But yeah, like you said, Luca is just Luca, and like I have not seen like like we all talk about pace, and like a lot of people that that like keeps their pace and don't matter what you do slows them down. I mean I mean like uh make them uncomfortable I've I've not seen anybody make Luca uncomfortable. Like it's it's just I, I'm just like man I know Dallas like we got that man for for a minute. I know they they gotta be happy. Yeah for real. Yeah.
2: But all right, this was, second oh go
1: ahead I'll just Y'all want to like maybe do that as well, like maybe we players eliminate, and then if like we if y'all want to like y'all want to ask the top two who would you choose? Because anything too if like we done the same three, you can ask like the person that changed what I have their top two. Like if somebody said, cut Josh to have Trey. We could have asked who, who would have kept Trey or Luca, for example. But like you know. She, it's ghost game, so whatever, it really don't matter. Yeah, so, it's,
2: it's up to y'all, man. Uh, to have you know the dialogue goes wherever the dialogue takes.
0: I think it depends on exactly the three, because if it, if it's clear, we don't have to get into it. But uh, if it's like close like that, where I, like you know Ja or Luca, you know, I I feel like there are a good amount of people that would uh, choose Ja over Luca, even though uh, it, I think it would still be uh, like favored in Luca's. Uh, like in Luca's direction, but I think a Ja, a ja and Luca comparison is a lot closer than uh Ja Luca and Trey.
1: My man, whooped that trick! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right,
0: yeah. next group.
2: Next group, we got some uh, some uh defensive guards that you know play make next so. Uh, and, and Dejounte Murray. Murray, one gotta go. Who you could?
0: Ooh, That's a good one. Are the at this at this? And age, I was crazy. about to
2: say this is this is off right now, like what they're doing
0: right now. Okay. All right.
1: Mm. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna cut Dejounte. Dejounte. Is very young, so this is where I could be wrong by cutting him. And it hurts because I love, as you guys know, I love defense. And DeJounte is definitely one of the best perimeter defenses in our league today. But I don't think he's Drew Holiday yet, yet. He's going to be. I promise he's going to be. Just at this moment in July 9th, 2022, he's not yet. But I know he's going to be. And I think it also hurts his, his his moment because he has to play next to Trey, which is like we haven't seen it, so I can't go off of it. But just on paper, it's not as comfortable as Drew playing with Giannis and Chris and Chris Paul playing with D-Book, of course. And I know Chris Paul, like his last games we saw him, wasn't the greatest to watch Chris Paul. But I think it would be unfair to say those three games, like, just are the reason why he should be cut and not think about all of the games he played before. Because before he was he was Chris Paul. So just right now is my reason for cutting DeJounte, even though I love DeJounte. All right.
0: I'm going to go next. I, lie, I like – I like your explanation for it too. I think you hit on all the points on as to why you would choose to cut Dejounte. Sure. If this was a one year thing where everybody like we had one year with them and then cut him, I'd probably go with Dejounte too. If we if this is for multiple years, I'm cutting Chris Paul, and only reason why is because, um, uh, because you know he's. Older and stuff, and uh, I like Dejounte's game right now. I, it's it's going to be interesting to see him in Atlanta, and I I like the fact that uh he's going to be able to guard uh, the best player now on defense, and you know Trey doesn't have to do that uh like guard the best guard or whatever. But um, I like Chris Paul's IQ is definitely going to be missed, but um, I'd probably. Cut him long term, but if this was a one year thing, I'm I'm cutting Dejounte because Drew, I'm I'm definitely Drew's gonna be the one person I keep if I had to cut two people off of this, and all, because one he's won a ring before, uh, two he doesn't have to be like the sole like the uh, number one option now, uh, uh, depending on the team around him, but his like. If he had a e like if his ego was a little bit uh bigger and he wasn't so quiet, I think he he uh is a uh threat to win Defensive Player of the Year uh on multiple occasions. So yeah, right now I'd probably cut
1: Chris Paul. I feel it. Uh, I I thought that um this would be the one we someone we all would not agree, and I personally would like that. I feel like they are—they are they all like around. These would be three players that we all wouldn't agree, and so I was like, I, would, I was uh, looking forward to hearing the explanations. So yeah, feel it.
0: Would. Yeah, and that—that's my thing too. It's like I—I'm okay with keeping Chris, and I'm okay with keeping Dejounte. So I'm like, you chose that, but I—I I, like you know I had my points and you had yours. So I was like, let me let me mix it up because I'm—if I'm okay with cutting—uh—cutting uh, cutting either or, I'm choosing the other one. Mm.
2: What
0: are you
2: going um, with? Uh, He's, I'm cutting Drew. Be like, oh, whoa. whoa! <laughs> but honestly, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> I had the same thing. Uh, like, the only I reason I have was instead of like Drew. I feel like Chris Paul was kind of a lock for me in this, but it was guys between Drew and. Dejounte, but just you know, right—the yeah. more established, better, better shooter. Like you know, Drew shoots forty-one percent from three. It's like Dejounte—he's he, getting there, but as of right now, he's not the most consistent shooter. And you know, all around, like Drew has the better—you know—well-polished. All auto- mm-hmm. he can get spots to score too, but. But Drew had the it. slight edge over DeJounte for, for me, so yeah, I'll be cutting DeJounte.
0: Yeah, I did not know. I thought I did not know that uh Drew shot 41% from three. I knew I thought he was like 37 to 38, but 41, dang, that's impressive. And
2: now <laughs> Drew. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but uh Next group, we got some uh, young guys. You know, just played their first year in the league. So, we got Hero K. Cunningham, Hard Jalen Green, and then we got uh Toronto's finest, Scotty Barnes. One guy. Okay,
0: I, mean. I was, if you said Mobley, I was like, I was like Mobley, Mobley, Mobley. <laughs> <laughs> Man, nah, you made that hard now. Nah. This, this is tough,
1: but Dead Zell, feet. you can go first. Yeah. <laughs> Zell, Zell, you go first. All right. It hurts. It's going to hurt. I got to say, Jalen Green. Mm. Now, Jalen Green, I love this. I'm also with everybody. I love the second half he had. He, I think i the also break. He bounced well. He got used to the NBA game. I found I think he got used to the NBA game and the pace of it, and knowing that everybody has athletic powers basically, and this is this ain't this ain't what he could do. <laughs> this ain't what we've seen on Ball's life where he just dunk on any kid. <laughs> 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 People actually can can rim protect and like guard and guard better, even though he still had an amazing second half. But I can't forget the first half. And that goes for K too. He he struggles, but at the same time, I, I find that out with rookies like you are going to a new league, so it's like I can't you can't really just emphasize that. But Scotty did Scotty was on the – was rookie of the year and he he is the and he was on a he didn't get on nobody's coattails. He was he was a reason why they made the playoffs as well. That's why I'm not cutting him. I think Cade is just right now an all around more player. Jalen Green got the scoring for sure and the athleticism electricity. But Cade is more I want to say if I know they're all I know both, all three of them are growing, so I'm not saying they're polished. But if this makes sense, Cade polishing is a little ahead of Jalen's, even though Jalen it's growing. You know, Jalen's polishing is nowhere near finish. But I have to choose. No one's pulling the gun to my head, but I have to choose. It's going to be Mr. Mr. Icy, Mr. Smile for the Camera, Jalen Green.
0: A lot of misses in there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I I agree. I'm I'm gonna. It hurts. It really does hurt because I love all three, and I'm I would love to keep all three. And I think I am going to. Ooh, ooh wait. Actually, mm, I don't know. Long term, long term, I might be cutting Scotty, and it hurts to say, but. Um, right now I'm taking I'm taking Scotty over Jalen, but here's here's my reasoning reasoning for uh actually you know if I had to if I had to choose one right now i'm not I'm only gonna choose one so I'm not gonna say like why w- I would choose both so since I could only keep one, I'm cutting Scotty and here here's why uh Zell, you made a great point about Jalen Green's like first half and we can't forget about that. I've learned. So hard, like like you said, like you learned about that with rookies, and I'm glad you said that because it made me remember. Yeah. When you have for for people that play fantasy out there, do not trade, <laughs> do not <laughs> trade your rookies after the first half of the season because they struggled. Because I traded Will Lucas, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he went off and killed me. So. Don't do that, because everybody knows Luca was starting to be talked out about as a bust after like two or three weeks into his career. And now look at him on top, like borderline top of the league. He could end up being face of the league one day, depending on you know who else is out there. But um, yeah, I'm I'm going to take Jalen Green because I before the Pistons got awarded the number one pick. Uh, Jalen Green was my favorite player in the draft. And uh, because I, uh, ever since he was like a sophomore in high school, I've been saying like, he's going to be an elite scorer. And I think he, he, he's going to win multiple scoring titles as well. Uh, That's one of my predictions too. I think he's going to be like averaging Bradley Beal points uh, for his, like throughout his uh, career, like for multiple seasons. And I think, his versatility on offense, because you know he could shoot that midy, he's going to be a great three point shooter, and on top of that, he's going to be he's an elite slasher already, and his excitement out there uh, is definitely like going to show up. So, uh, dang, it hurts to cut Scotty, but yeah, I'm I'm cutting Scotty, even though he's better on defense. I'm cutting Scotty just because uh, Jalen Green, but uh. The reason I'm not cutting Cade, it is close between all three. I'm not cutting Cade, though, because uh, I know people will say, like, it's bi- uh Like, you guys are Pistis fans. It's going to be biased. Lots of people that are saying that Cade isn't as good and stuff, they willingly admit that they didn't watch him as much because, like, uh, Scotty was on a-, a winning team and stuff. So, you know, their basketball was a little bit prettier. And K Kade if he had a good team around him and people that could actually make shots and play defense I promise you K K would have been averaging like 25 after all-star break and he had the best rookie month since Jordan and they gave the rookie of the month award to Scotty and Scotty averaged 6 points less like four assists per game less or something like that and the rebounding of course was like Pretty much the same, but yeah, I'm I'm choosing to cut Scotty. Dang, that was a long explanation. My bad.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I'm, I was conflicted. I'm sorry.
2: You're good. You're good. But as far as it goes, man, I feel like yeah, K. is more around and be ready coming into it. And it showed during the course of the season. Yeah. feel like, you know, it's little minute things that he, you know, can improve on. Like, you know, as far as, like, getting double teamed and speeding up pace. With, with more help with the team, team. You know, more pieces, you know, that's coming. So, I feel like that's obviously going to get better as time comes. and All these players are going to get better as time comes. they just starting out. But – as of right now, and this is no bias, I'm cutting Scotty. Say that. It's been a lot. I was watching last year, where it's like, yeah, he's impacting the court, of course, as far as like defense, but I've seen a lot on the offensive side where it's been times where teams have played off him. It's got a little. Oh, as for the whole season think, season. Child, 31% from three, or no, 30% from three. But of course, it's going to improve and makes plays and everything like that. But I don't know. I feel like just as far as Jalen Green's point for he can, and Jalen Green, as far, as, far as. as shooting threes or like being able to create his own as well. But I feel like everybody has flaws though, like this whole group. It's stuff that they can improve on, but right now I feel like I would cut Scotty, but it would be like about this. like, right. but, but yeah, man, yeah. But moving I want, on, yeah, to, I want to I'll go ahead. Go ahead.
0: I want, I, want, I want to hear yours for Kate or Jalen. I said Kate,
2: Kate still, like. You're I, cutting, uh, and you're keeping, keeping K. I'm cutting Jalen, but because oh. yeah, K, that it's like uh, he's a lock man. It's like Jalen Green, he, he still has to improve on, like the playmaking aspects and being more engaged on defense. For has has As all those aspects like, like already in his game. It just has to be more, like fine tuned, and you know feel so like as as of right now, he already has all the things that you would want out of a out of a franchise guy. He just it comes with time, more mature. You know, be way more. more I I just you say, said. you know, being older.
0: Yeah, and I I agree with that too. I think Cade's uh, more under control than anybody in this class, and. He rarely doesn't make he, he basically doesn't make mistakes when it comes to decision making. It's really about execution that is it uh, with K. Like you you never if you actually watch him, there's never there's rarely a time where uh, you'll just be like, hey, what kind of play is that? Like he is like he's so calm about it. It's like now that's why I think J, uh, Jay Jay going to flourish with him on the side. Because because uh, K knows like he doesn't have to force anything to Jay, uh Jaden, like he's going to be able to give it to him. That's why I like that fit. But uh, you know, uh, Jalen Green sometimes uh, can be a little bit under uh, out of control, like when it comes to forcing something in the paint or forcing like a shot. You know, he he takes a lot of a uh, uh, like we say on two K. He 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 has a difficult shot badge, so you know he uses that a lot, but. Uh yeah, I I'd say uh keeping Kate as well and cut Jalen due to that part. And uh Kate's defense is a lot better than Jalen's, I would say. So you uh same thing or are you uh cutting Kate?
1: Yeah, I know uh you guys had Kate and Jalen. I had K or Scotty. Uh yeah. oh yeah, yeah. I I'll give it to Kate though, just cause um Based what y'all said, I think he's the most ready now. And Scotty, yeah, that's one thing I wanted to talk about too. Like Scotty' offense improvement is going to be there, but it as of right now, it still needs to be there. And that's why I was like so confused why K was getting some down talk about it when, they had, like Scotty was like Luka and LeBron in his rookie year, and Cade was actually like Rob, like you said, the only dude that did something that Jordan did his. So I don't get how someone that did something to Jordan did when everybody sees Jordan as this God. But since K did the same thing as him, it's it's nothing. But you know, it's it but you know, it Detroit versus everybody, so it don't matter. But no, I really um looking I'm really glad we get to see these guys in their rookie year and we I'm be so happy to see all three of them go. Scotty, Jalen and K, I'm happy to see all three of them. I can't wait to see them grow for sure. All right. Next
0: one.
2: Next trio, all right. We got pretty young. Yeah, they're, they're young, young. They're young. Guards that uh, you know may be the first or second option on their teams as of right now. But we got D. Book, Donovan Mitchell, and Zach Levine. You said
1: look, a tough one. You said Book Levine and Mitchell. Yeah, I'll make sure. All right. Um, I'm gonna go Levine. Just cause I've seen what Mitchell and Book has done when it matters. Levine is a great scorer. I'm happy he's getting the recognition of him. Uh, not just being a dunker. I'm really happy for him because now he he's he's getting more reputation, better reputation than what he wanted, which is amazing. I'm happy for him. I'm happy he got paid this off season, but when it matters, I see book. I see Mitchell dropped on points and like uh, pushed your team to another limit, basically. Like we saw Mitchell in the bubble give 40, 50 but however many. Book in the bubble led team A and you know, O. Book is postseason. First postseason was amazing. First postseason we have ever seen. And even this next postseason just show how much they missed Book when they didn't have in the first round Pelican stole two from the Suns. I, I'm personally just going to say Levine. All great scorers, but yeah, if I had to choose, I'm going Levine.
0: That's interesting. So, I think Book is my lock for this. And uh, it's a toss-up for me between uh, Levine and Mitchell. I'm probably going to choose to cut Levine as well, because of like like you said, playoff Donovan Mitchell. Regardless of it was, if it was the bubble or anything, Donovan Mitchell was different. Is different in the playoffs. So I think he, I think that's another reason why he would want to leave Utah as well, because I think in a bigger audience on a bigger stage, he wants to show out, and I think that's why. Like it's such a big uh, like reason that play, uh Bubble Mitchell was like uh, something because of course he wasn't playing in front of a crowd, but he knew he knows it's the playoffs, and you know Mitchell in open run is nice, and yeah Le- Levine like like we said remember uh, that one time when we were talking about uh how the Bulls. Uh, always beat the bad teams but they are like they were like 3-19 at one point against teams under 500 uh, over 500 or it was either that or uh, just playoff teams in general but yeah I'd probably uh, cut Levine for that notice too but I was thinking about keeping Levine because he, use, he I think he uses his teammates a little bit better than Donovan like I think Donovan is a Pretty selfish player, don't get me wrong. Uh, like I, I've established that he's a great player, but he's a very selfish one,
1: so yeah, yeah. For a will go, I want to say that's a good stat. I forgot that, that was a good point. And, uh, yeah, for people that say, uh, for the people that said the bubble don't really. That wasn't really significant anything, to be honest. I know they didn't play in a crowd, but people forget the bubble was on national TV all the time. So, when when there was nothing to do but stay in the house, so there were still like millions and millions of people, so many cameras everywhere, to the point that they're playing in some and they're playing in front of people, no matter where which court they were on. So. It was. It still could have been pressure on him, and the lights were brighter, as well. I could tell in the arena.
0: Yeah, and one one more thing uh, with that too, if if they if there were fans at that game, Luca's game winner would be considered one of the best game winners in NBA history. I'm gonna just say that.
1: Facts. All right, will you up, man? Let us know. Are Are we crazy? Are you
2: crazy not I, I, I I'm being cut to and play what I said honestly that was my thought process too like going into a donovan mitchell's playoff like a uh, play except for you know last year but last year for, like is exception because at that point and no help on that team but yeah like uh you know the the bubble, and then uh, the year after, like yeah, Donovan Mitchell was averaging over 30 points a game in the playoffs. Like he's – see, ready to switch on. Yeah, playoffs has been a little shaky, but it's been moments where he's you know he can turn it on too. I feel like between him and Levine, he's the more polished uh, scorer or well, shooter as well from three. Yeah. You know, average. Trish, Trish. But in those playoffs against the Bucks, I know it's the Bucks too, but between Donovan Mitchell, well, not Donovan Mitchell, uh, Zach Levine and Devin Booker's play against the Bucks, I feel like Devin Booker was more assertive and he couldn't get, get brought the off his game. game. I was aware. Some, Some games where he was you- thrown off, but. So like Zach Levine was just took out of that series like altogether. So yeah, I had to cut Zach Levine. I,
1: I want I I want y'all to answer because we we here to talk about book. No, Mitchell. Man, who y'all got, man? I, I wanna know.
0: I got book. I got book for sure. Cause I think uh like I know donovan goes off in the playoffs too, but book is the only one uh only one that uh uh dropped seventy and and he and i think it in uh a, a situation like that i think he can turn it up, but don't double team him you double team him he it's a rap for him <laughs> but uh i am i i'm gonna choose book because i know like that, uh, that season where Milwaukee won, but they played the Suns. And uh, throughout that year, like, Book was on something different. And he uh, he could get his teammates involved while getting his own. Because it's like, uh, sure, uh, like, like, if you double team him, he's going to have to get rid of the ball. But I think he can get people involved better than Donovan. But it is – a different case considering like like what Will said, uh uh there wasn't really many other people on the jazz that were contributing as much as Donovan, but I'm gonna go with uh book for this.
2: Man, honestly do like uh through the whole conversation has been been saying, yeah, Donovan uh, Devin Booker, I've been a Donovan Mitchell guy through, throughout the years. Here's Why I feel like if well, I believe if Donovan Mitchell was put in the situation that Devin Booker, you got Chris Paul around, and a is more consistent than a Royce O'Neill or even Bogdanovich at times, like he'll have 20 points one game. The next game, he's at, like, five. Like, you don't know what by guys just get that day. But I feel like if he was put in that and right now, I honestly, feel like he would play, play it the same if not in that. He's honestly been playing to Devin Booker's, like, standard right now in the situation he's been in, where it's like, everything is zoned in on him. and He's still being Times I, Actually, I feel like the playmaker is just a lot of times play. when he makes the pass, a lot of people don't make the shots and it's it throws off you know his assist numbers and all that stuff. But and last year, for more teams were zoned in on him, so, so we know that Diamond is is him or you throwing it out to Royce O'Neill. I let Russell O'Neal take that shot every time. So. God. So, yes, hey man, I'm, I'm honestly personally, I sit down,
1: Mitchell. <laughs> I just laughed. Uh, when you said it, because you said I'm gonna take that shot, man, I just thought about boy on and uh, <laughs> <Man.
2: down. laughs> bro, that's that. I that would have been, I would have been done after that, honestly, bro. You have a wide open shot, and you look at that point.
1: well now you mentioned it isn't it tough yeah that's how they lose at the playoffs that time they lost year before after blowing a 20 plus lead in the first half when they was going stupid jordan clarkson couldn't miss anything david mitchell couldn't miss anything they still lost without Kawhi. and then the year before that mike Conley missed that uh Shot in the bubble. Yeah, yeah
2: bro. Two like, yeah. breaking misses like that, that. It's like, bro. Either y'all give me another, another guy, bro, or I'm, I'm out,
0: bro. Honestly, after those last, the two before, I don't know how you don't let Donovan take the last shot. Honestly, at that point, because I'm like, at that point, Donovan, it's gotta be your fault if they lose. <laughs> I'm not letting, I'm not letting anybody else shoot. I promise you, I'm not letting anybody else shoot that. I'm like, if, if I'm going to be miserable thinking about what would happen if we made this shot, it's going to be because I took the shot. I'm not letting it be on anybody else. Okay. But yeah, no. You, Will, especially with that, you did uh, make a great point about that. Like You put Donovan on uh, uh, with Phoenix Situation, and this is the same thing like how the first like five or uh, five. Like, four or five years of uh, Book's career, uh, like everybody was saying Book's not this and Book's not that because of the fact that they're not winning at all. And then now Book was getting all this recognition because they got Chris Paul and then they started winning and uh, got DeAndre Ayton and Kale Bridges and stuff. If Donovan had a team and, and that's other than Gobert and Gobert is was the second best player, but, you know, not together. They don't like each other. <laughs> so... Uh, yeah. You you made a really great point. I didn't even think about like if you if you put them on the if you had the same amount of talent on each team, it would. Yeah, I would probably uh say, uh, Mitchell would end up being that type of guy. I feel it, yeah. You I got do any it. more? Is there like a, uh, one more or two?
2: I'm like, you know, I'm trying, but I'm gonna do. I'm, I'm do three more, more,
1: three more, three yeah. more.
2: I was say three. good. All right, yeah. go. All right. So yeah, I'ma just do these three. I'll make it the three biggest ones, the big hitters. So I'll so, uh, this one first. So these
1: are you, know, are, you
2: know, some of the best scoring guards we've got in the league. Guys that, you say, you know, uh, change the, change the landscape of the league, if you could say, you know in their own ways. So first we Dame Daval Curry and Kyrie Irving one got to go. Dame mm. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> All right, <laughs> <That was> quick. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> if the,
0: if if they're on I'm sorry, if they if they're all healthy, they play the same amount of games. I'm taking Kyrie and Steph 100 times out of 100 over Dame. And the reason I say this is because, like we said when we were talking about his contract extension, it's like, you know, good for you. But are you going to be winning anything? Kyrie's proven that he can be a winner. He hit possibly the greatest, the most clutchest shot of all time. Uh, Steph, greatest shooter of all time. Top two point guard of all time. And that's a lot. Kyrie is probably the most one of probably the most skilled point guard of all time. It's up there. Dame, it's like he's a great player, but nothing stands out more than Stephen Kyrie. Other than maybe you could argue he has, like uh, you know, Dame time, you know, uh, like clutches moments and stuff like that. But they're all clutch in their own ways. So, yeah, you miss out on that but if you take dame you miss Kyrie's abilities uh for uh all the stuff that he does and if you take out Steph you know you take out the second greatest point guard of all time and dame ha- had a debate that he wouldn't be on the top 75 list i think Kyrie should have made it over dame but you know that's a different that's a different discussion but yeah i'm i'm cutting dame
1: yeah dame for me too um i had to think about it Rob was ready to shoot, respectfully. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm, shooting, I'm shooting. But uh, I say dang because... Of... No! <laughs> okay, I'm still so on. Okay. You good? Okay. No, I, thought, I thought I got kicked off. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. okay, but I'm not going to press nothing. I'm just leaving it how the screen is. But... <laughs> Alright. But yeah, I say dang because... I can't get over game and the Trailblazers blowing sixteen point leads four times to the Warriors in a row. I understand I ain't, three three times in a row. Game one was close the whole time. But I understand it's the Warriors. I didn't nobody expected them to win a series, but if you can if you had those many chances to at least get one or two games off of them, there ain't no way in hell you don't do that to me. Like, Steph, yes, he blew a 3-1 lead and played terribly game 5-2-7. But he bounced back. We saw him bounce back. We saw how he revolution, how he gets guarded. That, you know, our DC, our DC world, have to, uh, we guard him when he wakes up. When he uses the bathroom, we guard him. So, <laughs> that's why I know it can't be safe. Kyrie, yes. Like because like Rob said, Kyrie... Yes, we know he misses his time. He he has his respectful beliefs, and he has his respectful reasons and injuries as well. But when Kyrie plays, Stephen A. Smith will tell you he's box office. I have seen Kyrie play in person one time, and it was amazing just because seeing the handle in person is, like, something I can't even express. So, yeah, I'm gonna have to say, uh, Dane beat the unfortunate one.
2: Yeah, I agree too. Yeah, had Dane get in, like, of course, he's one of the clutches, probably clutches players of our era. Like, as far as his so, yeah, yeah I, I had the same, same thing about like the Warriors series, too. I was thinking about it, yeah, like all those all those opportunities they had and he's up in all those games and it's just I understand those, the wars and that they the best yeah you know, NBA history but, but at the same time it's like you gotta have some type of answer for it. and there's been a lot of times where it's just like that he disappeared in those moments but Kyrie I can say the same thing too playoffs has the last few seasons of course when he was playing out in Milwaukee he kind of had like probably the, that's probably one of the worst series I would say he had when he was in Boston against Milwaukee but but like you said I feel like you know Kyrie probably one of the most creative players in our generation as far as being able to think, being able to score as well and it's a lot of like so many spots that he can score in and you would like never think that he can even get a shot out of that spot but he just makes something happen like yeah I could I'm
0: not he can wait I'm I'm Dame waving him goodbye
1: oh, oh no oh my no I'm
0: I'm doing the wave goodbye bro
1: that play just happened on my That's funny. Turn
0: it Jeez. on. <laughs> well, you know what? Actually, you can leave it on because I, I wouldn't have gotten giddy. I wouldn't have gotten giddy. I wouldn't have gotten Shay. I wouldn't have gotten anybody on this team. So you know what? Thank you, Dame, because you 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 made our future brighter.
1: And you want me to stay outside?
0: <laughs> oh, he can still get cut though. That that hurt my heart when it
1: happened.
0: <laughs> that, that killed me. So.
2: Yeah. Yeah, all right. Well, moving on to the next group, we got some MVP candidates here. Uh, Joel oh, Embiid, well, MVP type players every okay? Yeah, you yeah. got Joel Embiid, Jokic, and Giannis. One guy, to go.
1: Oh, okay. I was like, man, there gotta be one with these three. I said it in my head, and let these three be a good one. And yeah, here yeah. it is.
2: But, but I, 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 at first, at first, I was making it. I, I put cat in there, and I was like, bro, everybody's just gonna say cats out. So I got to switch. Yeah. Cat.
0: <laughs> you're, yeah, you're smart. You're smart. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'll I'll go first. So as much as this going to kill me. I think I'ma cut Jokic. And it's it, it was between Embiid and Jokic I was gonna cut. Because I'm not I'm not cutting Giannis. I still think he has GOAT potential. So uh uh I'ma keep I'ma keep Giannis. Uh, I'm cutting Jokic because as dominant as he is, Embiid's simply just dominant as well. I think he's more dominant than that. And on top of that, I feel like as good as Jokic is, he has. We haven't seen much of him when it comes to winning, and it's like he's a great, you know, uh, player. He's a team player. He needs a little bit more help when it comes to, uh, like from his team, uh, and stuff on on defense and stuff. But Embiid's too valuable on defense for me to cut him, and he can. He he he's definitely not on the same tier as uh Jokic because Jokic is one of the best passing bigs of all time. But uh you know Giannis, we've we've seen what Giannis can do. Uh Embiid's valuable on all the ends. He he might be weak in this, but Jokic, like I, I don't see that factor that will make my team uh as crazy as if I put Embiid and Giannis on it. So yeah, I'm 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 gonna cut Jokic.
1: Yeah. I would say Jokic too. I was thinking about it like yeah, that'd probably be a Jokic. Yeah, it's not it's not
0: clear, but
1: Yeah, i will yeah, yeah, cut you. I'm still fuzzing about it, but yeah. My deck of cards, i we don't we don't when you play deck of cards, you take the Joker out anyway, so
0: Oh my god.
1: So <laughs> yeah. Hey, Jokic, you know, he, you're out, but you're the richest man. So, shout out to you, though. I, never, I don't know you probably like, I'll leave. I got, I'm rich, so you know. <laughs> he yeah. can wipe his tears away with them, with them bills. Honestly, hundred dollar bills. Okay, yeah, But, yeah, Jokic's my guy for reasons. Sorry, said. I surprised that we all. Oh, I had
2: Jokic too, bro. Because, man, a healthy Joel Embiid is, is ridiculous, bro. And we've, we've seen it. And, of course, jokic got that, you know, playmaker aspect over him. But he had more options. Like, like flashes of he can pass out, out of double-teams. But, of course, you know, Jokic, the system goes through now. But, man, hey, Embiid at yeah, a defensive Part of it was what put me over the edge. And him being a defensive player, put up what 30 points for game last year is, is something like, so like on a shack type level, it's ridiculous. So, all right,
1: that, right? Yeah, the last, last.
2: last one, and I saved this for last on
1: purpose. How's it? I literally gonna say I'm scared to see this one that they should
2: that I say this one last on purpose man this is a uh, generation I would say or you would say that you know they always been in contest of who's the best player in you know who's one two three type things has been conversation for a while, of course new guys coming in like Giannis and and be they're they're little These He's guys badass. uh I got Kevin Durant, Kawhi Leonard, or LeBron James. One guy go. And this is right now at this current day.
0: That's tough.
1: Right now. They are so injury prone right now. God damn! (laughs) Right. Um,
0: can we turn injuries off? (laughs) A healthy
2: Kawhi, healthy Brian, healthy Katie.
0: Yeah, about to say on two K mode, we're turning off injuries.
1: I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Kawhi. Health, fully healthy. Everyone, I'm gonna say Kawhi. Just because a healthy KD, for one, is the most dangerous scorer I have ever seen. God, that man, they say step up from a logo. That man can pull from a logo, corner, mid-range, paint. KD's to me, is the best three-level score in the league. And it's like, it's the reason why people are so irritated to guard him because you guard, you guard this man. So hard, so tough, and the buck, And he's when he shoots the ball, it still doesn't hit around, it just hit nothing but net, and it irritates her. So that's why I think KD is safe. And for LeBron, I know I'm know a big LeBron fan, so it may not be a shock that I didn't cut him, but I'm not even being biased here. I this man's. Nobody in year 20 is even in whatever we would ever, ever ask this conversation about somebody's about to be in year 20. So, why in the hell am I? I don't know how am I being biased, but it's the reason why he's getting so much talked about. in his year 20. Year 20, people are talking about retirement, and we're waiting for them to, um, we're waiting for them to like count, be on their free world tour. Stuff like Kobe and D Wade, but yet this man just got done averaging 30 points <laughs> in year 19. I've never seen somebody year 19 average 30. The league hasn't seen that. The most we've seen was Kareem averaging high teens. This man LeBron averages 30 and was still an all star leader, vote getter. So, I mean, you could. I know I'm a LeBron fan, but the proof is in the pudding. That's all I have to say.
0: And he didn't retire early to go play football. <laughs> he, he knows his play. But uh yeah, you, you made some good points. But I I actually do have a different answer, and I'ma cut K D. And mm. and I'ma say that because as great of a scorer as he is. I've seen what Kawhi can do when he's the best player on his team. And I think that Kawhi, you know, as non-vocal as he is, though, the team always runs really well. I know uh, coaching-wise, like, you know, uh, like, he's had really good coaching around him the uh the times that you know when he was with Greg Popovich and won his rings and uh uh and then you know Nick Nurse you know that but Kawhi was on a different tier when he was uh when he was doing that and I think he could still get to that if he just stays on the damn court but uh uh the fact that he's one of the best two-way players of all time when he is on the court, I'm, I want to keep him for that. So, and of course I'm not going to cut LeBron because you're always going to be contending when you uh, you have LeBron. And of course you're always going to be contending when you have KD, but I, I, I just have to keep LeBron on on it and no, no beef with KD. I'm over him leaving my team, but (laughs) I, I, I think I'm more comfortable having Kawhi more than I'm. Uh, I am with K- having KD. Uh,
2: Kawhi, Kawhi is- as well, man. And honestly, throughout the whole time, like it was always been that debate. Even when, uh, you know when Kawhi. I've always been on like um, the stance of like I feel like LeBron and KD is just like it's on that that top tier and Kawhi is like the slightest tier below it. But I feel like he could be that level. It's the aspect of the game that he like, you know, know, doesn't have. But that just comes with those type of players like LeBron, of course, that's a one in the generation type player. Like, you never going to see that again. And if it does happen, it's going to be, like, 20 years down the line. So, I don't know who it's going to be. And like, even throughout, throughout the years, years. I feel like he hasn't got respect as far as, like, him being able to have evolved his game, like, to the time. Like, LeBron always has gotten more efficient from three Evolved, like, you know, game along the time, like uh, the three point error and everything. And then yeah, Katie, like man, that 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 guy's like it's even in that uh, that Buck series. See, like that was the only guy anything about was guarding him. When was guarding him, he still was hitting shots. Like it's you can't even do anything about. About uh Katie, as far as scoring and everything, and uh, so yeah, man, it's just like it's like LeBron and Katie is just like all the difference here, and then it's like Kawhi, but not that far, like, both like it's like those two are like just on a different, different, different level. level. So, yes, yeah, so I'd say Kawhi has to go.
0: I respect yeah. it, yeah, yeah. Fine yeah.
2: game. All right.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, thank you for that, man. That was fun. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah we got we gotta do some more games, man. That was that was
0: good. I was about to say, and I definitely want to do an NFL version of that too. Oh, yeah, that'll be for sure. Yeah. yeah. But all right, that's gonna conclude this episode is almost probably our longest episode or close to I would say um but it was definitely entertaining and uh any any last thoughts about this anything summer league uh free agency expectations
2: Nah, uh, it's not about any of that but, <laughs> but uh on Twitter we've been getting more active on Twitter so make sure you ESC. So oh, make sure to follow, follow Twitter. Got a As nice well, ring to it. Thank, thank, thank. Yeah, man. See y'all. Y'all got to subscribe. Oh, that's a subscribe. Y'all got to follow, man. Look at that name. Loki SC underscore man. That's just
1: so crazy.
0: <laughs> of course. <laughs> all right. Well, that's gonna conclude this episode. Thank you all for listening, and we will talk to you all later.